Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. It is uh, going to get ugly before it gets uglier, and then it's going to get even uglier. It's according to Macron today, Emmanuel Macron, the worst is yet to come. Joining us now is uh, retired uh, Army Major, seen the theater of war, and also military analyst Mike Lyons. And Mike, uh, Macron's warnings, uh, kind of scary when he said he spoke to Putin, and Putin said it's going to get uglier. How much uglier? Yeah, I'm not sure he's the right guy to be talking to Putin. I think um, the West has got to kind of figure out somebody else kind of on this side of the table to have that conversation. Right now, he's buying time, Vladimir Putin, as he continues to just throw resources and um, all kinds of civilian destruction into into Ukraine, both in the southern portion as he's going to fundamentally take control of the Baltics, or I'm sorry, the Baltics uh, of um, the, the Black Sea and control any kind of ports that Ukraine has. Um, and then, uh, you know, maybe maybe it's Angela Merkel, maybe it's uh, Erdogan from Turkey. But the bottom line is, as every day goes by, I think Putin gets further and further in his own peril, number one, but also further and further down the road of the amount of destruction that he's going to cause. Hey, Mike, a lot of Americans are saying, we're just watching this happen. We're sitting here mm-hmm. and we're watching the total destruction in real time uh, of an, e- an evil man is destroying uh, an innocent country. And, you know, people are like, well, is Biden doing a good job? Yes or no? My question is, what are we supposed to do? What what are what is America supposed to do here? Because every time I try and look at this, read these articles or talk about it, they're just all bad like like options. What are we I don't want to watch this thing happen and we're watching it happen. What are what is America supposed to do here? Well, that's what we should have been doing the past 20 years, and it should have gone on. But with the inconsistencies of our political process, you have, um, you know, George W. Bush wants to put every country possible in NATO. We can't have that as a solution because if everybody's in NATO except Russia, then that causes a problem. Okay. And then we get to the Obama administration, who did, was more concerned about resetting its relationship with Russia, let Russia take Crimea told them, you know, that he'll have more flexibility once he gets reelected under the slide. If the Republican did that, they'd be impeached instantly. Uh, And when the time came for them to defend themselves in South Ukraine, sent blankets and radios. And then Donald Trump comes in and tries to reset it in the other direction, puts big sanctions on it. But but none of them have ever stuck. And, you know, Putin strikes when he when he knows it's weak now. For us to go after them is, is potentially creates World War Three. in that it's Russia versus everybody else in Europe. And right now, there's still this chance that Russia implodes from within. The, the unrest that takes place back in the homeland could possibly have some influence on Vladimir Putin. I'm not sure whether that's going to happen or not. I think that's somewhat hopeful. We thought about that was going to happen in Iran for the past 40 years. It didn't. Mm. But the bottom line is um, that, if that as long as that's a possibility, if we decide then to attack, let's, for example, that 40-mile convoy that is sitting out there like a, ter- a tremendous target that we would take care of in like two hours. Right. Um, the, bottom, the bottom line is, and now we're, we're at NATO, and then who knows what the Moscow population says. And now that's World War Three, and both nuclear um, entities are at each other's throats, and who knows what happens. They've already threatened it once already. So we got nothing. There's really nothing that we can do that would help this whole situation other than send them arms. No, and, and that we would have to... Um, 
you know, I, I would say the military is probably preparing some courses of action. There, there is a course of action that says we strike first. There is a, there is one that says that we put some kind of overwhelming attack in on Russia. It likely includes attacking Russia. I mean, as unlikely as that will be executed on, uh, it, it, there's there's has to be that sense there because there's a possibility he does. There's a possibility he strikes first. Now, I think any thoughts he had about going to the Baltics, I've got that on my mind. That's why it, we're all over now because he's really stuck pretty much around Kiev and, and what's happened in South with that uh, with those beach landings that are there. So I, I think he's had to kind of probably temper back a little bit, both him and his general staff temper back because this plan from a military perspective has failed miserably. And it also gives our military a lot more confidence if we ever had to face Russia on the battlefield. It would be similar to what I thought would happen in Desert Storm in that the, their equipment is crap. You could see flat tires. They're stuck on the side of the road. The fact that we're blowing tank tops off of their tanks. You, you see those pictures, not we, but the, the civilians, the, the, the javelins. The fact that that, a, that weapon system can blow a top off a tank to me is just incredible and they've lost a couple hundred tanks that's just unthinkable it wouldn't happen to our army in any day hey mike you you and i chatted earlier today and you said uh, the sad thing is though putin has missed his chance for his on his, his off ramps and that's the scary part because he's the kind of guy that'll say screw it well there's no there's no world and there's no russia we'll just do that yeah, I'm, that's what I'm afraid of now, Chad. I know when we first started talking, that was always that case. I was always trying, we're trying to find that off ramp. And, and, and that, even back then, a week ago, looked like appeasement, which would have been, he kept the Donbass region, those two areas that he claimed were part of the Russian Federation. Now he's got the pure land bridge to to Crimea, especially as he looks like to take Odessa and those other port cities, Mariupol and, uh, and the like. So, um, but again, I just don't think he's there anymore because, you know, it's just gone on too far. And now with the war crimes and the civilians that have been committed, the West is just not going to forget about that. And the fact that you've got Luxembourg and Switzerland and Sweden and Finland are sending weapons and stingers and all kinds of tank busters and all kinds of things, you know, they're going to want to be in NATO. So there's clearly one end result of this, that there's going to be a new Cold War, there's going to be a new Iron Curtain, and it's going to be, you know, a a very bright line that's going to exist in Poland and the Baltics and Romania are going to be on the edge of it. And we're going to likely move a lot of troops in those areas here in the next couple of years. Major Mike Lines is joining us, uh, military analyst. I know this sounds like, you know, oh, well, it, well it's going to sound weird. Can, can someone just assassinate Putin? Uh, could it be uh, the, the oligarchs who are just, you know, they're furious, they're losing millions of dollars and they send somebody in? Could it be Putin's right-hand guy? Could it be America that does it? Uh, is that even a possibility that anyone could get to this guy and you cut off the head of the snake? It's another one of those things that could possibly happen. Sure, it's a course of action. But you look in history and look at the times when that the Germans thought they were going to do that to Hitler. You know, I hate to talk about Hitler, but the, you know that that was all the stories that led up to that. It right. takes an incredible amount of you know selflessness and and likely a suicide mission for that to happen, which is why it doesn't go down. Um, because um, you know that the. the People just kind of wait out, you know, kind of wait one more day and say, you know, maybe maybe something will change. The, the bottom line is the U.S. can't have any fingerprints on it whatsoever, nor can the West, mm. because we don't want to get into this tit for tat assassination game that would take place. 
Um, and, and the, you know, the, the fact is that, you know, we've got just incredible power. I always look at the fact that our cruise missiles could, you know, we could launch a cruise missile from 500 miles away and hit uh, a 55 barrel, you know, barrel drum in the middle of nowhere, right in the, right in the center of it. And could take out a building based on the heating structure of it. Well, we could do the same thing with people if we had to. And, but the point is at some point, someone's going to have that level of capability. And, you know, we don't want somebody taking a submarine and launching that missile into, you know, the Lincoln Memorial, um, and, and off of, uh, you know, in the Chesapeake Bay one of these days, because eventually that's that's where it's going to come to if we if we don't if we kind of let that cat out of the bag. Okay. We can't do it, Mike Lyons, uh, military analyst, retired uh, major in the Army. Uh, appreciate you coming on, man, uh, and thanks for talking to us. We'll talk to you soon. Great guys, talk soon. Take thanks. care.